Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the podcast about music, news, gabas and ghouls, oh my God. Italian beef sandwiches. But that's not even in the, is, that's not even in the podcast. It's not. Episode. That was our, that was that our means Twitch you have to come to the stream. Later. We're going to start early with berating you for not coming to the, the live stream of it for Q&A yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Uh, this episode is with our new friends in Mallory Run from Pennsylvania. Uh, we... I mean, it's early. These these podcasts have been early for us, but we recorded kind of in the middle of the day and just like, you know, hung out, vibe, chilled. Uh, talked a, little, a lot about their new EP that just came out, Picture Perfect, uh, the recording process, the writing process. Uh, it's really cool. I think it's really neat. And um, honestly, like we talk a lot about like the future of how I think a lot of these things will go, a lot of how music will be written in the future. I think that it's, uh, I think it's pretty good. But here yeah, we are. there's definitely... They're strategic communication and it's like the most like healthy way to like work with other people that i have heard i'm like huh this evo band has their shit together yet like (laughs) anywhere else most of us work corporations do not to just communicate get it together uh if you dig this episode if you're a fan of mallory run or if you're a fan of us wouldn't you be so kind as to uh to share it somewhere let everybody know you're a fan of their music i'm sure they'd love to hear you hear us talking to them i'm sure i'm sure fans of the band will love this conversation so uh you know make sure that everybody knows about it share it on social media tell somebody about it they should check out the emo social club on any of their uh their podcasting apps we'd appreciate that and we'd love it uh before we get into the actual episode of this lizzie what are we what are we what are we even doing here what are we doing, are we doing here? Oh man. Um so now my my hub is the merch hub now. So whenever you <laughs> order a shirt, I send it out as long True. as it's the glitch shirt and anything else we get after the fact coming forward um will be sent out from my house. So if you're ordering <laughs> stuff, um I'll get it in and out as soon as I can. We have limited sizes left uh that are readily available for our merch options. We're sold out of mediums and larges, which we know are pretty popular sizes for a lot of people, but um, small and I think there's like one or two extra large and then one double X left. You can order those if those are still available after this week goes up after the weekend. If not, I'm lying. Um, And you can just pre-order again for once we get enough orders and you'll eventually get that shirt Um, once we do more production, once more people order it. So just make sure you're going to our store, emosocialclub.com slash store um just picking it out i'm just going with that otherwise i'm still on twitter and on tiktok x emo social club x um the last couple of videos i posted was me basically like harassing my friends and then also um <laughs> doing order like order packaging videos and they have not gotten a lot of traction so send me stuff to do within reason uh that might get traction or that i'll just force brian to do just okay. to switch it up yeah uh-huh <laughs> uh-huh 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 anyway brian what are you doing uh you know the fun stuff we uh we we are no longer doing friday nights on the dj stream i know we announced that last week but uh we just wanted to remind that uh we had our last friday dj stream two weeks ago now or whatever that was for whenever this episode comes time out doesn't matter anymore time does not matter flat circle and all that we are only doing saturday nights now for the dj stream 6 p.m chicago time uh, we just did our scene night over the weekend. Uh, keep the scene alive, all that good stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think we're pretty excited about what we got coming up this weekend. Fallout Boy night. So we'll be doing all Fallout Boy all night. Lizzie and I will be making separate playlists, pre, post, during hiatus, maybe. During her. <laughs> uh, during all the hiatus ends. So there will be music from the entire span of Fallout Boy's career. Uh, Come and hang out with us. Good time. 
Uh, I'm also streaming Mondays. So if you're listening to this on Monday tonight, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, and as long as we don't have a podcast and as long as I still need to, Resident Evil. There's, there, there's VODs and stuff over on on Twitch if you want to watch me play those games, if you missed it. And I'm thinking of putting them up on YouTube. We'll see. We'll see. I think don't worry you about should. That. It adds yeah. to it. We have a separate YouTube channel for gaming where it's pretty much just the VODs. Like, I don't really want to edit too much. And there's not a lot. I mean, it's it it's watching somebody on Twitch, but it already happened. And there's a chat you can't see. It's really entertaining. It's yeah. strikingly entertaining. Fantastic. If you need to put something on for your dog in the background while you're oh, out dude, doing yes. something, entertains them. Do it. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, join us over there. Subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Yuma Social Club. That's where you can find all the good stuff. And without further ado, here is our episode with Mallory Run. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this afternoon with our friends and Mallory Run. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on through, especially kind of like so early. But this may be like midday for you guys, but it's early time. Yes. We appreciate yeah. it. Yes, absolutely. Thank of course. We're like, is it, it's noon for us. It's one for you. You guys are in Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we, I mean, I, I didn't want to become a podcaster, musician, music <laughs> podcaster, because I wanted to wake up early, you know, it's like, <laughs> like you hear about the dream of like waking up at noon, rolling out to stage, playing a show being like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out until like four in the morning and like do it all the next day. And it's like, well, shit, noon interviews like this is, this is early. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm used to get being up early because I, I got to work every day from like nine to six from you know the comfort of my own home so i'm a little used to it but that definitely changed real quick when i got my job i never was up early <laughs> yep so yeah <laughs> it makes sense yeah we get it uh let's make uh let's make sure the audience knows who everyone is uh so if you guys don't mind going down the line i guess from whichever way you want to start uh saying who you are what you do in the band you know fun little fact about yourself i don't know yeah. we, we started doing that and i'm like I hate it let's take it out but like if you guys want to yeah, throw no, out a fun yeah. fact you know it works it makes sense uh i'll start i'm i'm dan i do vocals in the band um my favorite flavor of ice cream is cookie dough absolutely <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah the best <laughs> i'm tom i play drums in the band and i sell skateboards i guess i don't know <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> i do this and that so yeah. <laughs> We love it though. Yeah, I'm Joe. I play guitar in the in the rock group, and um, I am uh, I'm working on a master's degree right now, so that's kind of okay. like taking over my life. So Hell yeah! That's that's my fun fact. Yeah, <laughs> is it fun? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I I just I just finished my master's. I'm yeah. tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Well, before I, <laughs> I get like it. I was like oh like this will be easy. <laughs> and i'm like just slide into another program it'll be nothing yeah i'm like what a fucking moron I like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like they they accepted me so quickly like, and easily it must be good I'm, mm. they were like you got this man and i was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got this you do got this yeah. my name is bert i play bass um i'm 30 years old i'm currently unemployed uh, <laughs> We tried day trading over the past year. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and now I think I'm going to try to win some amateur golf tournament. Uh, okay. Money. Okay. See how that works. My girlfriend is ever pressing no, for me to settle down and get a real job, but <laughs> I'm having a tough day today. This is my brother. <laughs> Joe's my brother. Albert. Well, nice. Okay. Albert's conditioned to say I am Albert. I play bass, but it is now Albert slash vocals. Oh yeah. Uh, on the new EP, <laughs> we, Albert has showcased his voice on the new EP for the Perfect. first time. There we yes. go. And it's now bass slash vocals. Albert okay. slash vocals. Bass slash yeah. vocals. <laughs> now you can always release an NFT of this EP with your with no vocals. Listen, if you want to talk in like, guys I'll listen. Push these other three right <laughs> oh my god. Can turn this into a crypto market uh, that, finance. That, that definitely <laughs> comes oh later. 
Because I know. Si- si- that's a that's an extra side yeah. episode. In Obviously, being part of the news and being something that like everyone is trying to like come up with their ideas for, it's come up a lot lately. And yeah. every time, Lizzie and probably a bunch of people listening to the episode are like, "Stop it! Just <laughs> cut it out." <laughs> And I'm like, no, I'm really like, I'm excited, but I also like kind of secretly like wanted to fail so I can like be in the corner and be like, meh. And now <laughs> we'll talk about that later. That's, that's for yeah, Twitch. Yeah, if you're, yeah. if you're listening to the pod episode, maybe that happened on Twitch. If not, you're not missing anything. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you guys just released your new EP, Picture Perfect, uh, which we were talking about. The, the showcase of the new uh, vocalist, Bert. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it came out May twenty first. What? Uh, what? What? How's it going? I mean, usually we book these before they like come out, right? So we would have done this as like, uh, hey, it's coming out this Friday, but it's already been out. So how's how's the release been? How have people been feeling about it? How's the how's the reception been? I'd say pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you know, seems pretty good. What's What's cool about this release is that it's like, I, I don't want to say it's not something that like we we're like paying super close attention to, but like. I don't know where we just really really enjoyed the music that we did and put it out there and a lot of our friends and some new listeners are really enjoying it and that just is great you know like that was the whole goal was to just put out tracks that we are like stoked on and the people that are listening are stoked as well so that's that's kind of how it's going yeah i would say kind of i reflect everything he said it was uh it's a little more intrinsic this time around not that it ever wasn't but but this time like it, I'm just so not concerned with what people think because I've kept saying to these guys, I think it's awesome. Like, I, I, I love our EP. There's nothing about it I would change. And, like, it being out in the world, I'm just happy. I'm not, like, worried about what people will think. Yeah. I'm not worried about this stuff, which in the past, you know, maybe we wrote a bunch of cool songs and then they didn't quite come out after the studio how we had hoped. And then you're like, oh, I hope people still like it. Uh, this time it's just been like, yeah, we got to finally put those songs out that we've been sitting on that we love. So it's yeah, man. Yeah, it's like, like we're we're like, confident that the music is really speaking for itself this time around. You yeah. know, yeah. yeah, like we're just we're just so content and comfortable, and I yeah. mean, you know, we listen for so long and like, are these are these good? Are we sure that yeah. we like these? Yeah. Are we? Did we do it? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so many nights over and over again listening to the ep over and over again before masters after masters before mix after mix and it's like you get so close to the five songs that you're about to release and then like once it comes out like we know, whether one person listens to it or a million people listen to it it's like it's 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 just it's there you know like you're 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 happy with it yeah 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 pretty much <laughs> And this was your first um, EP being pressed on vinyl, right? Yeah. And it goes went through um, went through Here Goes Nothing Records. How was that process, especially like after this year? I know there's like a huge vinyl shortage <laughs> and hard to get them shipped in and everything. Yeah. I know it's still an issue. So how was that kind of like getting it all worked out in that process? Incredible. Yeah, it was it was a lot of work, but we uh, we teamed up with the right people. Everybody we worked with was an absolute like delight to work with. Like um nobody made it hard in any way we worked with uh jordan sigmund who's a a local friend who's also a designer uh he plays in a band called the standby that you might have heard of but um he was super receptive to the entire idea and was all about it and then um hector from here goes nothing was the one that we worked with for that and uh he was the same way everybody was just like the only focus was making it the best product we could come up with and uh doing it what by any means necessary really and uh, I think that shines through with the early 2022 ship date <laughs> by any means necessary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was Love like it. the, um, I would say like the general vibe of like writing the songs, recording the songs, pressing them, promoting them, releasing them has all been like such a like, like we're just doing our thing, you know? And like when we're working with artists and we're working with like people like Hector and Nina and stuff, it's like, Hey, like do do your thing, cause like that's that's what we did, and like we're not into like telling people what telling to do you what to do or like, being told. So we kind of reflected that feeling. I feel like and and like when you give um, people that you're working with that kind of freedom, it, it kind of just like makes them stoked to to work on it with you, yeah. and then that's when like everybody's stoked. So it's yeah. like I, that's I, I wanted to say that because that was something I remember thinking like the whole time with like 
going back and forth with art drafts with Jordan and Hector and stuff, it was like, yo, like do your thing, like kill yeah. it. You know what I mean? I kept like, saying we chose you for a reason. We exactly. Didn't, yeah. We didn't choose you to make our art through you. We chose you to put your stamp on it. So yeah. put your stamp on it basically. Hmm. That's good. So, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, so it, it's feeling to me, especially, you know, coming out of, I guess, coming out of the pandemic. I don't, I, I say that meaning like, Hey, I can go outside now and that's great. Uh, yeah. I'm still going to stay inside, but I can go outside. That's lovely. No, uh, but like going into it now, I think that there's like this sort of renewed sense of the community around what you do, as opposed to being like, like, I remember bands would always be like, I'm going to take over the world. We got the best music. We we're just going to do as much as we can. I want as many people to hear this as possible. And now I think people are like getting their, their expectations more measured. And they're like, no, I just want like cool people to listen to it. I want to work with cool people. I want to do fun shit. Like that's yeah. all that matters to me. And it's like, that's really refreshing. It's really yeah. refreshing yeah. to not be like, I need to take over everything. We need to be the biggest band. And you're like elbowing your way to the front. Like it's very like, no, let's just yeah. be cool. Let's build a community. Let's hang out with everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. Refreshing yeah. is the yeah. exact word I would use for this whole process because in the past we had maybe picked the wrong people to work with here and there and then we kind of had to fight around awkwardness related to just that personal relationship and this time it was just so easy everywhere not to mention we finally had the time you know Mm -hmm. the time to create a record that we knew we loved and then the time to finance the record we knew we loved Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um it just made for a really refreshing experience that's that's the perfect word definitely did you find it with crypto? Just checking, wondering. No, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. Maybe the next one. Yeah. I think I might. Uh, I definitely cashed out some money to pay Seth. <laughs> there you go. Okay, there a little bit. Failure. I mean, I have nothing right now. <laughs> you know, in July when we were at Seth's or whatever, like. Yeah, took out a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, market, all right. I guess I was speaking personally, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, partially. There, a little bit. Listen, you can always go to people and be like, "Hey, what other small band has been partially funded by video?" <laughs> partially. We need a little hype sticker wait, on the wait, album. I'll try to yes. really, I'll try to really remember like what I. I don't know. It was a long time. Ago. Yeah. I don't think I was into crypto at that point, so I think it was just like a an OG stock. Oh sure. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Regardless. GameStop, GameStop the funded this record. GameStop funded yeah. this record. Remember, guys, the the meme stocks are going back up, according to random TikTok I I yeah. stole past earlier today, <laughs> oh, oh, and it said uh, AMC, the movie theater. Other let's people go, guys. Me. GameStop 2.0. 200 percent or like 300 percent in the past two weeks. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that the actual short squeeze, or is that just? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're just opening. Oh my god. They're just they're just opening this is up not again. Financial advice. No. we are not a financial is, yeah. podcast we are a music podcast we're a bunch yeah. we are we're music industry people yeah. um, we can tell you tiktoks we saw advice from us we can explain tiktoks we watched we can definitely do that <laughs> we can do that um financial no yeah yeah it all sounds like a foreign language to me anyway so oh, I'm yeah with you guys you're good i've I've learned oh, yeah. shit. There was a there was a journalist who like put together like a PowerPoint of like NFTs and like very basic Bitcoin and I stared at it as shit you not like on and off for seven hours. I'm like, I don't I don't get it. It's oh, all oh. fake. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It's not easy to understand. I, I stuff believe me, I don't understand NFTs like <laughs> my cat is freaking out because hell my yeah. fiance is nowhere to be found right now oh, hell yeah. i don't know if you can hear oh. that <laughs> i was like yeah like hey is that uh you got listen you good, can you put a cat <laughs> if a cat needs to be on the stream i understand it's fine <laughs> you know if we need if we need to see a cat it's brian fine. missed the dog earlier. oh come Welcome on bathroom break come on yeah. man whether we like it or not he'll be back <laughs> perfect listen i I know it doesn't get us more listenership. Like nobody's like, I heard a dog on the podcast. I want to listen to the rest of this in case I hear more dogs. But sometimes, you know, when the when you get the YouTube videos and you got the, the Twitch stream, you're like, there's a dog in that. I better go check that out. <laughs> better go check out that dog. 
Hey everyone, it's Lizzie from the Emo Social Club. With a new season comes a new logo and merch. If you haven't noticed, we updated our iconic Emo Social Club logo thanks to our new designer, Joey Resco. You can pre-order a shirt with the new design on our website, emosocialclub.com slash store. And every dollar goes towards us keeping the neon lights on here at the club. These will ship out in late May through early June. So get your orders in now. Thanks always for the support from us here at the Emo Social Club. <laughs> Compared from your first EP, um, how is there any difference, if at all, from the way that you guys were writing and then producing these two separate EPs? Because you guys only have these two EPs. There's not another album or anything like that. So when you're going into it, what was your like thought process on it? Especially like we've talked with a lot of other bands recently saying that like they're only going to do eight EPs because that's just kind of the future of how they feel music and getting it put out is going to be. Whereas compared to an album, it's a little bit longer form. So what was your guys's like thought process and creative process with developing this most recent um, EP you guys put out? Yeah, so um, we've definitely gone through like a ton of changes um, as a band, like um, we, we have some member changes and just kind of like a different sort of um, outfit, you know, and um, logistically as well. Yeah, for, yeah. for sure. And like, so when it came to like writing the spin EP, like I hadn't even been in the band for too long, like right before we did that. And, um, you know, that goes into like what Dan was saying before, too, when you kind of look back and you're like, oh, man, like, almost wish I could go redo that with like, if I knew then what I know now kind of thing. But with this EP, it was just so organic, like um, Bert and I lived together. Um, Tommy lived with us at a point in time. Now he's just our neighbor. Our practice base is my bedroom. <laughs> so like whenever we're like kind of riding like an idea it's super easy for us to get together and work out instrumentation and try a bunch of new things. And, you know, like some new gear came into play, which helped some ideas and really try to take advantage of, you know, what we had and the time. And, you know, like I would say writing the EP was pretty experimental, like with trying some new things okay. and like trying to sort of integrate all of the things that like we love about music into like a complete sort of thought and it was like it started off as just like kind of throwing darts at a board but then ended up like super calculated and like this is like exactly like the flow that we want like this is yeah. saying exactly what we want to say mm -hmm. and you know it started pretty brainstormy kind of scatterbrained and like a lot of cell phone recordings yeah <laughs> more than that like <laughs> I, I mean and then that's sort of the process is it's like oh this sounds sick like let's get a quick recording of it send it out to everybody let's listen what can we improve on like what parts are sick what parts are kind of weak and then you know just like keep practicing them and developing ideas and yeah we, we were really provided the time to let every one of those cell phone recordings kind of set in a little bit and then yeah. we could kind of a little bit more objectively like look at okay this part doesn't really hit as well as we thought so maybe we'll sub that part out try this here stuff like that and um the immediacy of the practice space for them like being upstairs i know like in the past we would have to drive a half hour to get to practice so anytime we would be sitting around hanging out and have an idea, we would kind of have to put a note down and then hope that we can harness this exact energy yeah. when we get to practice to try to, you know, hash it out. And these guys had the ability to run upstairs and immediately try out the idea that was floating around in their head. And I think that can't be understated. Mm -hmm. Just the ability to immediately hash out any idea that came up. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that we, um, and I'm not going too deep into this, but we we had a second guitar player and the way that I learned how to like play the guitar and like write riffs and stuff was kind of like alone in my bedroom. <laughs> so like I always like tried to make it sound full or like kind of try to make it sound like there's two guitars playing because that's more full and sounds better. So now, you know, going into the studio and recording these songs, it was so sick because like there's there was just like maybe a little a little more control on guitar work for me which like kind of really helped me be stoked get better at the guitar and like be super proud of what we were doing and like you know and i think that that just kind of maybe speaks to 
the riffs, you know, <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> the I'm, I'm big on the riffs and Absolutely. like, you know, it was just so we're going back to that word refreshing because working with Seth is such like a collaborative experience and like tone stuff and like just going through and like nailing in performance and making sure that everything is kind of like the best that you can do it. And yeah. that's always been such a motivating thing about recording music at ABG is that when you go there, you know that you're going to perform the best that you possibly can. Yeah. And when you leave kind of like wishing you could go back, I don't think you did that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't perform the best you could. Yeah. But when we were leaving sets, it was like listening to like the super rough mixes on our drive back because like Indiana, um, Crown Point, Indiana is like a six and a half hour drive. Yeah. So it was like on our way back, like listening to just like the stems, like not even like a mix, not a master, nothing, just like it all sounded like so good and yeah. we were like tears. oh my god borderline like, tears on the yeah, right it was, <laughs> like, it was like 97 percent of the recordings that are released to the world right now like it was done in the track like the sound that we hear when we listen to it like that's nine like the mixing and the mastering and like post-production was like three percent you know what yeah. i'm saying like from our end from even from yeah. my personal yeah. point of view not even like yeah. speaking for you guys yeah yeah that's that's how i felt like you know, I sent it to my mom and dad because we're like, oh, we're on the way back from Indiana and my parents want to hear it. And I sent it to them and they're like, wow, it's done that quick, huh? Yeah. I'm like, no, there's a bunch of stuff left to be done. This is just like raw yeah. as hell. Yeah. yeah. See, and then like when you look back like on when we were recording like the spin EP, that was like listening to mixes kind of being like, all right, so like, hopefully these get a little better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this guy's going to do like a little sprinkle of something in there. It's yeah. going to sound like we wanted it to, but you know, <laughs> isn't that just the the learning curve you know mm -hmm. isn't that like exactly how anything goes like you yeah. do it and then you you realize like where maybe you were hoping to do things differently and you know that's that's kind of that epiphany that we had doing this ep was like um we're gonna do exactly what we want to do the way we want to do it and it, it's gonna be sick yeah you know <laughs> there was no like yeah. hesitation i guess yeah I hope that, yeah, I hope that answers the question. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It does. No, it does. It does. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, I, I remember all the time leaving a studio space. It's like, yeah, I mean, they're going to make it sound good. And then you get <laughs> They're going to, they're going like, to do that. Work. If I ever listen to an old band now, I'm like, man, they, they, they couldn't. There's nothing that could be done to fix what we did in there. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, that's just that's what how we those ended up were for us for yeah. big time, big time. I learned a lot of people like just need that it, it like you said experience curve it's like so many bands just do like a record you know it's like we got to put out like 12 songs and then it takes them like three years to do anything new and i think that yeah. uh i was listening to uh an interview with spirit box earlier and i was like yeah they just like we put out a few singles last year and that's it like we're not we're just now getting into an album and it's yeah. like of course you're coming from that that place of experience you've been doing it for years like everybody who's playing guitar singing whatever it's like i've been doing this for a long time i know how to do it but without playing live shows without being able to like uh even like test these new songs out before they're like you know like let's play it for an audience let's see how it hits with them let's ask for some thoughts get your opinion none of that you're just going into a yeah. studio recording it putting it down uh yeah. And then it's like, yeah, we're going to put that out and just see what people think. And that's horrifying to me. But also it's yeah. like, that's now the experience curve is like, let's go and make it. Let's come out with something really good. Learn from that experience. And then let's go do it again, like in a month, in two, in two months, in, in a, in, within a year, you know, like more of that, like more experience to build that curve up and, and speed that curve up, I guess. Yeah, it's like the whole thing of like you should be like trying whatever you want to do at least once mm -hmm. because that's going to be the worst thing that you ever do hopefully um, <laughs> but usually it's going to be the worst thing you ever do and then everything from then on is going to be sub you know substantially better it's kind of like that a little yeah. bit I feel yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> for sure I really yeah. think that can't be understated you know like we're you know how old are you 25 25 so i mean like everybody here is 20 between 25 and 30 we've all been playing music since we were 15 13 like whenever yeah. like 
you know, it's 10, 10 to 15 years that we've been doing this. And I feel like that's almost, for, it, it's not for everybody. I mean, yeah. strictly speaking for me, I mean, for me, like there's no way I could be where I am mentally today with music, with my guitar in my hand, if it wasn't for the 15 years mm-hmm. of trying, trying and being terrible and failing. Yep. And, you know, nobody comes <laughs> to the show and are my songs even good? You know, and I just feel like you have to stick with it through those 10, 15, however long it is for you personally. Yeah. You have to like, you know, explode to that next level. Yeah. And I mean, I'm comfortable to say that I feel like we have done that. Yeah, you I know agree. What I mean, like, like, like you were talking nobody about. nobody listens to the music ever, like the four of us know that we've that, gone there together. Yeah, you know? that, that's kind of what that's I was exciting. Talking. Like that's so much like that gives me chills right now. Like, yeah. That's what I <laughs> yeah. There isn't that, like you were saying before, like pushing through the crowd, trying to like hey see our band look yeah. at our band like i just don't feel that much yeah. anymore like legit like i'm a dad like i've been doing this for so long yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like that's not what it's about for me personally yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's become a whole new intrinsic thing that allows us to kind of try things out like you were saying just trial and error if people don't yeah. like it then I, I don't really care we tried it and we yeah. know that yeah. that's as bad as it can be now like yeah i think the fear yeah. is like i'm gonna try something and that's the only thing that's going to be out for a long time, right? Like, yeah. I'll try it. And then that's it. Like, that's who we are now, because there's no I don't get to join the conversation about what that is. I did, right, right. you know, so when you guys eventually get to your synth pop record, and then you're putting that out. Okay. And then it's like, well, now we're a synth pop band, like shit, we yeah. don't we 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 can't talk to everybody and tell them like, no, 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 we just wanted to try something. And it's interesting. And it's fun. And we like, just wanted to experiment and see if it would work and like maybe it'll be in future stuff maybe it won't it's like you don't get to be there as they're listening right. to it and experiencing especially if they've never heard you before they're just like checking out for the first time and that's their entire perception of who you are and i think now that people are like well i want to join that conversation by putting out a bunch of stuff all the time so that i'm consistently joining the conversation about what my band what our music is i think that's yeah, way right. better way easier way smarter yeah that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. it's less confining you know like yeah we uh we definitely had there's there's a few songs in this one specifically where there is um there is a little bit of like a synth piano in it it's a fender road like an old style that's very it's very it's not something we ever would have done before but it was just like yeah why don't we throw that on there that makes a ton of sense and i have no fear about it you know what i mean which was pretty cool, but you're absolutely right. Trying to constantly join that conversation, be like, "Well, no, like this was one song where we yeah. tried it." You have to understand. Go listen to our old stuff. We're very like <laughs> title fight citizen based. Trust yeah. me, I yeah. you're multi dimensional. Yeah, yeah, right. Is what's right. <laughs> but that like speaks exactly to like what I mean when I say like experimental and like maybe kind of not caring so much about like fitting into like a box. You know, yeah. it's like. Mm-hmm. I, we got some, like I got some new gear for like my guitar stuff and like the sound that Dan's talking about is like something I'm so proud of even though it's yeah. like not something that I would have thought in a million years I would have been able to kind of make or like put Pull in a off. track yeah yeah and we it, think like, we did because of like the new gear and kind of like that attitude now it's in a track that we're super proud of and it's out in the world and it's a part of that conversation that you're talking about so yeah. and I I feel like there's a lot of bands doing that sort of thing. Like you're seeing a lot of bands go a little more pop than we did in the past. Yeah. And uh, we, I wouldn't say we did a ton of that, but like that the bands that are doing it way more than we did, I feel like inspired us a ton mm-hmm. to have that comfortability to just try stuff that we like, you know? For sure. Yeah. Like there, there are a ton of records that came out and I mean, just like the past year plus that like are just so sick. And it's like, maybe it's not like a direct, like, oh like this is sick i'm going to try and do something like this it's just like it's that community you know it's Mm -hmm. like it is that conversation where you're listening you're all ears to like people that you've played with people that you've met like along the way and it's like holy shit like this rules and it's not something i would have expected to hear from this band you know and that sort of shock value has been like i'm all over that in like the past two years you know yeah Lizzie, did you? I can I can ask another one. I didn't know if you no, were gonna. I, say <laughs> <laughs> I just think that it's like really interesting because then you also have like all these different bands, like we were saying earlier, like say Hot Mulligan. They got a lot of people really upset that like they didn't have like you know any that much screaming. screaming I in, saw like, that their most recent EP, yeah. 
And it's like, it's still good. It's still a basic Hot Mulligan album. There's just not as much screaming. It is a little poppier, but it's definitely really good. And now it's getting like radio play. And I'm like, that's exactly what you would want to do. So I think it's really cool to see a lot of that. And if it's also being integrated to your music, which is like, you know, this kind of like traditionally emo type of sounding, which I enjoy, obviously. Um, it it just adds so much more depth and value to it. Uh, that's funny you bring that up because I saw some of that stuff, that chatter on Twitter about the screaming, and I literally had to like stop and be like, "When do I remember Hot Mulligan screaming?" Like, <laughs> I don't like. I didn't like. It, it wasn't missing because it all just. I feel like it just fit so perfectly yeah. for me, but I never yeah. really thought of it as screaming. So I don't yeah, know. I didn't really think about it. People are just angry about things to be angry at the, about them. I feel like it's <laughs> yeah. It's been a constant thing with so many bands like afi is one of my favorite bands and people were yeah. mad when they uh when they started doing more like screaming like screamo type shit when they added yeah. synthesizers and then they're like oh now there's even more synths now there's just a synth band and then everybody was mad when they stopped screaming it's like but you were mad about that in the beginning like why yeah, right. you're always yeah. gonna be mad so like just well, can't please everyone yeah so I, I don't get it i don't get why it's, it's terrible that a band showcases like versatility and like yeah. different talents that they can do you know like i right. feel like going back to like what we were talking about like being like fit into a box i think all of this is like it's great because it's proving versatility with, yeah. with bands like Absolutely. you know we we can be a little bit popular if we want to we can be a true emo band we could be a true rock and roll band i mean you know, just raise your hand and tell us, tell us what you want. You know, we're, we can do it. Not like, I mean, just like everybody. You know? yeah, yeah. Or what you hear out of our yeah. Exactly. And it's like, people talk all that shit about like, oh, they don't make music the way they used to. Like, nah, bro, you just can't see, <laughs> yeah. see yeah. that there's a exactly. million bands out there today. It's not just the 15 that were on the radio. There yeah. are millions of bands out there that are just like us and just like Hot Mulligan. Yeah. And the same, you know, caliber of musician, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, well, everybody has at least two cents, right? So yeah. They're, they're going to share <laughs> that with two. you at any point. So, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, we probably got 1,500 to 2,000 tweets just saying, why is Bert singing? They <laughs> <laughs> had no clue. They had no clue. I'm just They're like, who's this other guy in there? Single, we didn't get a single tweet. <laughs> there was, why, why is Warren Buffett on the track? Right? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to need it. Hey, guys, I heard some twang in yeah. here. What's going on? Are you going emo? My guitar. What the hell? We're gonna need everybody listening to this to go and tweet and ask why is Bert singing? Yeah. <laughs> just, just pop the question. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I don't, I don't, it, I don't dislike. I just want to know. I just have questions about it, and I want them answered. We had answer my questions. We had a deal. He was silent. Yeah, <laughs> we had an unspoken <laughs> deal with you, and we picked up no, your music. <laughs> That's funny. The traditional role of the bass player. Yeah. Stand up straight, shut up. That's it. <laughs> and just vibe. Just Look. do this. Just do the microwave. You are just vibe. <laughs> you are shit. No. You are nothing. I, I have say said for a long time that the bassist. So I, I like a lot of like movies and, and thinking about movies and like writing movies and all that. And, you know, there's always like that character in the movie or the TV show that's like, that's the person who represents the audience and like is mm-hmm. giving the sense of what the audience is supposed to get from the show or movie. Yeah. That's the basis. The basis is always <laughs> what the that's audience should be. So like, I've always, I've always been in bands or, or play with people who are like the basis and they're like, yeah, I'm playing just like this kind of like easy thing, like cover bands or whatever. Like, yeah, it's just like a very easy, like Blink-182 bass riff. And it's like, yeah. But then go crazy like you're playing something real easy just like fucking thrash about because the audience is going to be like he's doing it i want to do it that should yeah. be me i want to bang my head i want to sing i want to do all that <laughs> it's actually really hard to play bass and sing at the same time so i used to, i used to play in a band like in my earlier days it was just like i don't know like regular old pop punk you know like nothing too extreme but like i wrote all the songs it was all in four four i could play guitar and this guy could play leads and it was easy mm-hmm. and now you know rhythmically it's a lot more complicated of a band that i'm in now yeah and i like as a bass player like i know good and goddamn well that when i show up and play like shit we sound like shit mm-hmm. if yeah. i have a good tone day and i'm playing pretty good 
we're, we're, we're pretty much pretty good. Like there's yeah. a lot more emphasis on me being tight and following the kick drum and like really trying to be in that pocket, like all the time. And now having like rhythmically difficult songs and trying to cue the singing <laughs> at the same time, like it's not easy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been practicing every day, you know, gearing up for when shows come back there's a reason i don't play a second guitar that's what i'm saying it's not (laughs) an old musician friend of mine still a good friend to this day he always said it's you know unless you're Jimi hendrix like one of them is going to suffer if you're singing and playing singing and drumming what have you like even if it's a minute like discrepancy between the two like you're going to be giving one a little bit less yep. effort than the other one, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's just, I find myself in a unique position now that I'm singing in like these, <laughs> songs to play. like it's, it's a lot more difficult. Yeah. Like, uh, like Dylan in tiny moving parts. It's like, dude, how do you, how are you playing a piano on a guitar and singing yep. at the same time? You know? Yep. And I kind of, not that my bass parts are that difficult, but I mean, yeah. it could be, I get the same sense, you know? <laughs> Your uh, the the dog is finally in the oh, in the stream. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's here. Exactly. Yeah, he's vibing. Yeah, oh, I love it. So excited to be on the that. pod. Uh, this next question is for the dog. Okay. He's checking his portfolio. I'm gonna say, what's your favorite down. activity? Sully the dog. Sully, the dog. <laughs> There's a meme. There's an NFT. We got. There's the, the NFT. Dog. You know, they, there you, you know, go. The cat sitting at the table with a cup of tea, and he's like, "I think I'll buy a boat today." Yep. It's your dog. I think I'll buy a boat. On the portfolio on the market. <laughs> I think I'll buy a crypto today. We'll get it. We'll, I think I'll buy. A oh my today. god! It'll go viral. We NFT the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but the coin is named after me. <laughs> okay. Um. So with your single that came off of it, oh normalcy, obviously it plays into everything of uh, the shit show of the last over a year that we have been dealing <laughs> with. Um, how did a lot of your other songwriting process go with the other songs on this album? What kind of like different events or influences were you drawing off from? I would say the other ones were kind of inspired by pre-COVID more so. We were all kind of maturing as people and as as artists. And uh, the the picture perfect EP name kind of just was like our whole our whole like outlook on everything. Like, um. I don't really know where I was going with it, but I do. Like Pre-COVID, I, you're saying like yeah, we were just in a very positive mood. Pre-COVID, yeah. you know, we were in a very positive mood, and at least personally, and with lyrics and stuff, I was very inspired by. To be honest, like story so far, proper dose. If you're into it, um, he hmm. is very reflective in that, and like very um, objective and understanding of why sometimes he was upset and things like that. And just I don't know really how to explain it perfectly, but just kind of understanding there's a balance in life. And when you get the highs, you got to ride those highs and then the lows come and you only feel as low because you felt as high before. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just learning to enjoy the whole experience of that, even though sometimes you aren't always feeling so high, if that makes sense. And that's what a lot of it came from, at least personally. Yeah. Um, I think it's also important to note that like our, our writing process is like me, Joe and Tom, we will, essentially finish the song instrumentally and we'll all bop around and we'll listen to it and we'll be like okay like instrumentally like we see the places where lyrics would go we can feel the melodies a little bit but as far as like being at home that kind of like once the song is done instrumentally like it's done as far as we're concerned right then and there then once we have the collection of instrumented songs we bring them to seth and then the lyrics and the melody is like a very collective group effort between the four of us and seth and it's like that part of it is very collaborative. And I just, I wanted to note that because I don't know if a lot of bands like do it that way. I feel like, you know, bands for the most part, like, you know, like their lead guitarist or like whoever their songwriter is, like for yeah. the most part, like the instrumentation and the melodies and the lyrics kind of come together. Yeah. But for us, like, it's a very separate process, you know, like we build the instrumentation. We like the way that sounds. And then together we kind of like make the song. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it becomes so. kind of nerve wracking because we fall so in love with those original, almost instrumental tracks. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we, we exactly. really do. We love them. And it's like, wow, how do we add something to this and like keep it at the level that we hold it right now? Exactly. You know, you're either going to add something to it or you're going to take away yeah. when you add the lyrics. And it's really it can be really nerve wracking to figure that out once you once. Like I said, we have these recordings that we had the time to really grow an attachment to and let them set in and let us understand them. 
rather than just, you know, pointing and shooting and putting it on a track. And um, yeah, it was just, it, it can become. Yeah. yeah. And, and when it, what's really cool about the collaborative process too, is that like lyrically, everything is like super personal, you know, like we don't really talk about things that we're not feeling, yeah. you know, and, and that's, I think could be said about a lot of bands, but it's also important to note that like, you know, sometimes you're pissed. Like sometimes you, you have anger and like, well, it's music, but an outlet for that kind of thing. And, you know, like we put out singles that were pretty like angry. Like we yeah. did the, uh, a cold place in blind. And like, that was a perfect example of the writing process because that was just like the two songs were like, whatever it is, like 10 minutes of just like music. And we were like, well, you know, we, now we need to put how we're feeling on top of that. And it kind of went from this like angry place to a more like open, like feeling fine about it. And yeah. like, we were able to all relate to that in our own ways, which made the collaborative, you know, lyric process really fun. And it felt like maybe, and I, I might be speaking for myself, but it just kind of felt like it was a room to get something off your chest, you know? Yeah, 100%. And, absolutely. And, and it took, it took us a lot of time to discover how to do that. Right. And right. Th those two singles we did, um, I think they came out probably about two years ago now. Mm -hmm. They were our first time going to Seth and we really like learned how to write songs, how to put a bow on songs once we've written them, not mm -hmm. just write them and record them. You know, how do we, mm -hmm. how do we make them full thoughts that kind of, you know, all relate to each other and yeah, stuff. That'll yeah. make sense. Yeah. But yeah. Detail. Yeah. You know, more attention to detail. <laughs> yeah. Like that. It yeah. is a really interesting way to me uh you know i think a lot of people think about like what the song means and they they end up getting more of the the thoughts around like the feeling the the overall thing but it's it's interesting to come that way from music and say hey this is how i'm feeling when i'm playing this instrumentally as opposed to like this is what i'm feeling word wise i guess yeah, yeah. yeah. it was it was very interesting to bridge those two feelings and figure it out and, and that's like absolutely a super intentional thing that like i try to take control of when writing riffs and stuff is it's like going back to that like i don't sing super well i don't really ever like grab an acoustic guitar and like rip a folk track or anything like that <laughs> i'm like always always just like trying to write riffs and sometimes like a more like melancholy like sad riff will like put me in that mood you know or like that's and then that's sort of how everything goes as far as like the vibe of the track and like that's something that we tried to have full control of on this ep was like let's build a vibe that we're feeling right now and hope that if you listen you'll you'll feel that way too and when we were looking at that it was like well we're feeling pretty stoked right now like this was again like a little pre-covid so it wasn't as like oh man like things are really different right now mm -hmm. it was more like yo like we're young guys we're doing what we want to do like we we have some more control over our creative ability with this band and like it, it, we wanted it to feel like a like a like a june afternoon with nothing to do you know what i mean like <laughs> that vibe of like yo I'm just Saturdays for the boys. We're, I'm sure. we're, like, we're a little sad. It's okay. She could go bad. She could go good, but right. I understand yeah. that happens. Exactly. You know, like that's kind of the whole thing of the EP. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And I mean, there are darker notes, but that like, I feel like that's like a metaphor for that good day because yeah. there's, there's shit that happens that, you know, you think about, even if you're having the best time of your life, it's like, there's still some things that are going to try and pull you out of that mood. And you know, I think that's something that at least the four of us can relate to as far as like, you know, just life in general and, you know, like kind of writing instrumentation around those sorts of vibes was so much fun. Yeah. And then like throwing that like lyrical content on it was just, I, I mean, it felt so natural. We talked for a while about really what, yeah. what picture we wanted to paint with words it was, before it was, I keep saying this, but with lyrics, it was so much point and shoot. It was just like, yeah what can we fill this space with that'll yeah. work yeah. for lyrics? And this time it was like, we are writing a story. We are painting a picture. We need to know what we're painting and how it relates to the paint, the picture we've already painted with this song. Yeah. And so, something else I'd like to say, and I won't, I won't go too crazy on this, but like something I'm doing like right now, like professionally, like with um, the master stuff is I'm doing like um, clinical research on like music therapy and how mm -hmm. like, 
music can sort of change your mood or how like you can use music to reinforce your mood or like turn a bad day good or like have something to relate to on a super bad day. And like having all of that super present in my brain, like while doing this was like absolutely an influence and like, mm -hmm. you know, riff wise, it's like sometimes you could just listen and be like, Oh, like that's just a pop punk riff, you know, or like that was just something that felt dancey. But at the same time, like I, I, it was very intentional, like trying to build a vibe with it and kind of maybe try to implement a mood with listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah makes sense. <laughs> Here at the Emo Social Club, we typically listen to the bops we grew up with, yet there's a new music out there that you haven't even heard of. Cue of Thoughts and Feelings, a Chicago area project which fuses jazzy pop instrumentals to create a serene sound to soothe your summer self for self-care or to counter your usual lo-fi city beats, whatever works for you. The Chicago Daily Herald highlights the diverse instrumentation in their recent article that features the band's new video for their song, Turquoise. You can hear this song and others on Bandcamp and Spotify. Keep up to date with them on Instagram at of thought and feeling plus on Twitter at OTAF music. That's an interesting perspective. Definitely to like, uh, like apply like the real world quote unquote, like ideologies and then put it into like this creative process and be like more cognitive. Sure. Of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it is it easy working uh, across like like so putting four people's thoughts into lyrics? I could imagine there's like no 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 man here we should have like a, an and and you're like no it should be a but and it's like <laughs> well this can make like different meanings to the whole thing. Is it like is it is it fairly easy for you guys? I mean you you seem we've just met you today we've just met. But you seem yeah. very like like you all have a really good like collaborative effort together. So is it pretty easy yeah. to like kind of build that picture together and put everything together in that way? Yeah, I, I feel like I probably initially opened some of those doors to be like, guys, nothing's coming up here. But uh, what can we come up with for this section? And then they'd come up with something that I would love and I would change six words in it and be like, is this OK? I know mm -hmm. you wrote this. Is this OK? And it would kind of be brushed up a little more to my you know, my vocalist brain, if you will. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're the final, you're the one who has to sing it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. Just, if something, if I phrased it a little different or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, yeah, there's definitely a little bit of a filter, if that's what you mean, for kind of coming through me a little bit as yeah. the vocalist. But uh, yeah, I feel like that's pretty accurate. I mean, something I, I never thought like about. In yeah. a direct answer to the question, I think it was fairly easy for us to get <laughs> on the same page because it was all four of us writing lyrics at yeah. night. Yeah. Like we would record during the day and then we would go home with what we exported from sets and we would yeah. listen to it. And that's when we wrote the lyrics. A lot of them. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, a lot. And it was, it was like the four of us in separate corners of that little basement yeah. area, like writing our own thing, like being by ourselves. And then writing, coming back and then, you know. So I, it's like, it was collaborative. It did all come together. But when we were actually physically doing it, separated, like, away from gotcha. us. Yeah. Doing our, or like, pulling from ourselves. But know? that's yeah. that's really just, like, putting words to the idea. Everybody was on the same page with what... The topic and the, right, like the subject what, matter. What we were trying to say, it was just sort of how to put that in a concise, yeah. like, voice, ambiguous sort of way that... You know, and yeah, while there is like some minutia involved with like the ends and the it's going to be May, you know, like yeah. saying things. Instead <laughs> of me, it's May. Exactly. Like, yeah. of course, but that just is kind of like Dan performing, you know, it's like that's Dan as an instrument more than it is, you know, like what we're actually trying to say or, or like what the track actually means to us and what we hope it means to the listener. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it, it it's one of those things of like, Pete Wentz is the writer of all the lyrics, but then Patrick Stump is the singer of all the words. And it's like, and he makes them into melodies, right? And he I makes think? them into melodies. Yeah. So it's, it's like Pete yeah. writing poetry. I'm not going to comment on the quality of the poetry. Fall Boy, <laughs> Boy can be strong and Fall Boy can if be you, not as strong listen, sometimes. If you ever read Pete Wentz's partially ghostwritten book, great. You're going to be um, like, Hey, 
What's yeah. going on here? What's going on here? Yeah, my question. Can we can we break it down a little uh, bit? But it, it, it is that like disconnect of like Pete is not the singer. Pete is a screamer. He's not really a singer in the same way. And then it's like you're putting these words into essentially somebody else's mouth to emote right. them in that way. And so that's I've always kinda, wondered like how that kind of comes that's together. That's what I'm also referring to, not just the like the proofreading that I was referring to, but mm -hmm. like when Bert tell, would say Bert writes a line and he tells me what he wrote, I kind of phrase it how I would phrase it so that it sounds like yeah. the other stuff that I did write. Yeah. That that yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of puts it all in that same voice, if yeah. you will. It also feels very like personal right so it's like if 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 one of you writes something you say this is how i'm feeling it's kind of weird to then put that feeling on somebody else sometimes i think yeah. or like for men i mean all bunch of white dudes it's like we don't tell our feelings to nobody like they can't know yeah, how we feel right. it's right. like eh, you don't get to know that like i'm fine yeah. i gotta go build something or break something apart <laughs> yeah, oh the, and the that song I referred to that has like a little bit of like a synth in it for the first time, like that that song kind of breaks down pretty emotionally, and that was the first time really I felt that comfort to be able to sing a part like that because, like I said, it was so much more intrinsic. I didn't really care what people thought, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It was just like we're gonna make what we want to make, like without any other thoughts about it. And um, yeah, it was yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I look. That makes sense. I would be sensitive. I'd be like, no, they're my words. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I will definitely say there were times where I was like, I would rather not use that if that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Like there was, I can't think of a specific example to be honest, but I know there were right. times where they would write For something. Sure. I'd be like, I'm gonna be honest. I don't want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to say that line. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and that was cool. Like. I, I, we you had stick with it. You keep going, you know, you just keep yeah. coming up with, you know, and we had had, we had had conversations where it was like, we all need to be ready for us to present a line and for no one to like it. Like that's part of the process. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. We have to look at it objectively and figure out what we like, you know, the hardest shit. That's the hardest shit in the world. Yeah. I absolutely <laughs> love how like an emo band out of Pennsylvania has better communicative capabilities and skills than most and like, companies. I have a degree I really in strategic that. communication. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's experience. That's, you know what? Like a lot of people don't think about it. It's like, I need the guy who can play guitar the best. I need the guy who can play drums the best. No, I need the guy who can like fucking communicate the best. Yeah. I need the guy... I need two people in a band. I need a graphic designer and I need somebody who can fucking talk. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, that was our big thing with, with the organic nature of the songwriting and stuff was that we all kind of were close enough that, like they said, they all live together. I might as well have lived there for the time that I lived in the same town. Um, and it was just kind of like, we all need to be this level of comfort with each other or else it won't be organic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We can't be holding thoughts or feelings about a guitar part, a bass part, a vocal line. Um, we just need to be open with each other so that at the end of the day, we can look at it and think that what we made was picture perfect, which is where the EP name came from. Huh. Like it was well, like everything about this EP normal. just seemed perfect. And it was the line in the one out in the one song. Mm -hmm. It was like, why wouldn't we call it this? You know, I think that's, that's someone said that in the group chat. Like, why wouldn't we just yeah. call it that? Like, that just makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Had a question, but Lizzie, if you want to ask another one. Think of it again. I was about to say this just sounds like the most stress-free like album development I have ever heard. It's it was phenomenal. Like comparatively. Yeah, it, was, it feels like <laughs> Nina, Nina, if you're still watching, you fit right into that mold. <laughs> <laughs> it Love couldn't it. be more refreshing. It feels like though you're gonna miss out on your like uh uh some kind of monster Metallica documentary. Like you're all gonna yeah. need to, like, <laughs> easy to work with. Video video of Albert and Joe punching each other in the yeah. kitchen. Like, this this is how the EP was so good. Because <laughs> we cared that much. <laughs> yeah, VH1 would be pissed with us. We would be yeah. like, we're stoked like all the time. And they're like, that ain't good TV. <laughs> like, we don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching something on TikTok and it was like some MTV casting director and then there was somebody who stitched it and they were like, oh, I was like casted to do some other like reality show. I don't know what it was, but they were like, oh, but it got canceled because my life wasn't as like dramatic and chaotic as they thought it was going to be. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that is how that <laughs> works. How it goes. Yeah. <laughs> And then they were like, oh, we had th then the girls going there. She's like, we had this, this and this. It just was like nobody who was that like that was like currently like inside the residence at that time yeah. and i'm like what 
this is insane. But yes, it'd be like a behind the music. You're like, no, I have no issues. Then the interview would just be like, no, tell me. Did you beat the shit out of each other? No, no. We're just vibing. No, had a beer or two. A beer or two. Pop it over, went upstairs and figured it out. Saw some things. A beer or two. Did you have any heroin i don't know it's like <laughs> <laughs> but did you did the drugs would it, be, would yeah. it make you happy like, we had drugs no. we had drugs there were drugs i mean that <laughs> makes nobody it happy yeah. it caught me everybody just got to throw out that deep voice and it's like but nothing was good on the everything looked good on the surface but everything was terrible under the dirt yeah it's like vh1 wow we're like oh yeah we were all stoked narrator they were not stoked. they were not stoked <laughs> that's the bert in that like one-on-one -on -one real world interview and bert's like i wasn't stoked, I wasn't stoked. I wasn't stoked. <laughs> can you believe they caused me to be bad at day trading yeah. <laughs> so big point for this shit <laughs> joe had an idea we went upstairs to hash it out when i came down it was all a mess yeah. <laughs> there'd be a side like story about like joe and we'd be like yeah we're brothers and everything but like listen he's lucky he's my brother yeah i was gonna say no i fucking hate this dude hate my brother man and then they have something about skateboarding, you just throw it in there, and then like Tony Hawk shows up, and it just all brings yeah. it together. <laughs> yeah, right. It all has a better. Oh, Tony Hawk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, sick. <laughs> that guy looks like Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it though? Who knows? Possible to know. Why not? <laughs> it's, it's impossible to know if Tony Hawk is, just looks like Tony Hawk or is Tony Hawk. <laughs> He's got lookalikes, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Did you guys know that we have our own TikTok? It's at X Emo Social Club X, and we put a lot of different cool things on there, from random train dancing videos to previews of our upcoming podcast episodes and anything else in between. And also make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel as well, Emo Social Club, to search it in the search bar. We have some really cool videos coming your way. Brian is making really cool adult beverages that you can make at home. I decided to make it an emo cocktail. So this one's called the Alone This Holiday by Muse. And I'm going to teach you how to make your favorite coffee from your equally favorite bands. The new Spear Box Coffee. We're gonna want to do 25 to 30 grams. All the coffee comes together, all the flavors are spread up. So keep on listening and follow our other social pages. Oh, and make sure to join the club. But yeah, where can people find Mallory Run on the internet? Uh, where can people find y'all on the internet? If you feel like throwing out your own personal ones, you don't have to. And you know, maybe you're like, no, that's my private life. And the band is, the band is where um, I put out all my thoughts and feelings. <laughs> yeah, uh, we are at Mallory Run PA on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you want to find our personal ones, uh, I tagged all of us individually, as well as Emo Social Club on right. our um, most recent Instagram post talking about this interview. So you can kind of find us through that. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're on Facebook. All you got to obviously search is Mallory around there. Um, not really into TikTok. We do have a TikTok. Maybe it pops off again one day. I don't know. <laughs> Follow us. Why not? Yeah. Might get rewarded sometime. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, other than that, Spotify, yeah, just yeah. search Mallory Run. I feel like that's pretty simple. Um, Bandcamp, if that's your thing. Bandcamp, we have merch on Bandcamp. Um, feel free to order some of that. Um, Still pre-orders for uh, vinyl. vinyl. Here goes yeah. nothing. So grab one of those if you haven't. Yeah, sure. we have we have a good bit of vinyl left, but once it's gone, we're probably not going to repress. There's probably about fifty copies or so left. So definitely, if you're at all interested, I recommend jumping on that because uh, it will not be around forever. <laughs> it will not come back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might have to wait another 10 to 15 years for the repress. Right, right, right. But this isn't the yeah. so 10th anniversary uh, repress will be That's coming in about 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Day when we are almost 50. <laughs> we'll repress it. <laughs> <laughs> That's when people will find it and be like, how did I not know about this? Yeah, hopefully. I know about this. I'm stoked. <laughs> That's just so but, stoked yeah. right now. Holy shit. <laughs> I hope they're still stoked right now in this in this new day. I'm pulling, I'm pulling the lack of hair out of my head. <laughs> NFT. Ah. 
I, I gained it all, lost it all. <laughs> oh my God. That is the story of Bitcoin and, FD, and NFTs. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to give Nina the ability to post links in the chat because she was trying to tell everybody. Post a link in yeah. the chat. Yeah. We've had some people come through and they're like, hey, listen to my music. And then we're like, hey, don't do that. There is, if I know this isn't as direct as you were hoping, but there's a link tree on our bio on Twitter and Instagram that has Perfect. links for everything we mentioned. Perfect. So, yeah, yeah. That also. I know that's not quite in the chat and available to everyone right now, but it's pretty <laughs> not, easy to yeah. find if you can find us. All right, Nina, throw links in the chat now. I've, I've fixed it for you. Thank you, Nina. Thanks, Nina. Yeah, all the links in the chat. I was going to do it after we were done for the Twitch stream, but you know, we we can do it now. Uh, I was going to ask, like, do you do you feel like there's a uh, a social media you focus on? Then a lot of people are focusing a lot on TikTok right now, obviously because its algorithm is just like good for getting, especially music out there. Uh, yeah. But is there anything that like you feel more like I like this? It's hard to say I like any social media, like how it's just tearing our brains in half and saying, yeah. go be a person in oh real God. life too. Uh, I, I personally really like Twitter just because you can kind of put anything out at any point. Yeah. Instagram feels a little more calculated. Like I can't just like make a dumb joke on Instagram randomly that I think maybe people will like, because mm -hmm. that's kind of how a lot of people end up using Twitter, you know? Yep. Um, we post our normal like, hey, new album out now. But then you got those in-between tweets where you can just like fire off a joke, maybe making fun of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. <laughs> you can't really find that with the other social media, in my opinion. So I like Twitter. It seems more natural and more, uh, yeah, less resistance. You can just kind of put it out yeah, there, but then yeah. still gives you that avenue for the more calculated, more uh, mm -hmm. traditional posts and stuff, which, yeah. Just want to say thanks again to Mallory Run for hanging out with us. Uh, please go check out all the music as we say every time million plays overnight it's time to get it done run it in, run it in the background run it in the background just time. run it, wrong with no it. One's gonna know the million plays yeah do it and uh, uh, yeah thanks again Mallory Run for hanging out with us today and uh, we, we look forward to, to more hanging out with you in the future yeah thank you guys yeah, so much thank, thank you guys thank thank you. You. Enjoy your day. of course Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Of course, again, if you liked it, please share it. Please let people know about it. That's how we grow. Uh, please support Mallory Run. Go to all their stuff. Their Bandcamp has merch. We dropped all their links down in the description of this episode. You can check it out there. And uh, we, we, we hope you like them as much as we like them. Yeah, hopefully that you found some new music that you're into and that you want to listen to. I would love to always listen to a band who I know for a fact communicate well and work <laughs> together well. There's a not going to be a surprise like MTV documentary one day. Uh, like, that's fucking hate. They really missed other. out on that part of it, though. <laughs> we will return next Monday with another episode. We'll record these live on Thursdays. Please follow us on emailsocialclub.tv to find out when we go live. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. At my own drum track. Look at you. It sucks. Turn it off. It sucks. You can better at censoring yourself. I don't know what it sounds like to you. Barely know what it sounds like. <laughs> I was about to say, are we doing Morse code right That's now? That's Morse code.